Seriously, seriously. Sing with me. Let's make it a theme song. Ready? Seriously, seriously. Se- <gasps> Wait. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Seriously. Today, I'm excited because I have a guest for the first time in my home. So this is exciting. Amanda Diaz is here, everyone. Wait, Yay! am I the first? You're the first guest in my home. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, not that. like in my home, but in my set. as a home. Or like something. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You've been to the house before, but now we have a set in it. So it's exciting. And then we also have the one, the only, Antonio pop up in this bitch and say hi. We have Antonio Garza here. Yeah, she's always here. She's always making an appearance. Wait, my pants are unbuttoned. <laughs> oh. Hi. Okay, get out. Because it's Amanda's episode. Okay, sorry. Love you. Um, As you guys may or may not know from last week, let me just do a little catch-up real quick. Do it. I talked about a lot of friendship stuff. And if you follow me on other social medias, honestly, you must somehow already know, because I feel like I'm always posting this girl. Amanda has been one of the, like, closest friends I've had for the last couple of months, who's really kept... We've really kept each other together, I think. Like, honestly. things grounded and together. And accountable in a good way. That's true. Um, Actually... That's where we could start. That's a good icebreaker. I was a shit friend to Amanda last year. <laughs> you can, do you want to talk about that? I don't think you were a shit friend. I think also we weren't as close as we are now where, you know. It needs to, like I need to be there. Yeah. Like need to. So I had a birthday party and Mario didn't show up. I had full intentions of showing up. Let me just say. Fully texted me that morning. Can't wait to shove tequila down, down your, your throat. throat. Hey, Cause y'all know me. I'm a party girl, bitch. If it's your. <laughs> birthday i'm about to show up and make you have a good time but i did understand why you didn't come mario and, mario's been struggling well was struggling was. still is still is are we, are we not all still struggling with we are wait, definitely still struggling this week has not been the best but it's way better now yeah I but think, with anxiety yes yeah so i, I was having i she had like hot boys at the party that's the just that's the truth. And now, honestly, that just made me sweat a little. But she had hot boys there. So I was like, girl, I am not showing up to a party with a bunch of hot men by myself. And just like. I mean, you I would have never been by yourself. You would have probably been with me. The social phobia, babes. But I it's gone you, now. I, it's really hard for me to show up at social events now if it's not like people I'm really close to. With the girlies, to. yeah. But I mean, we can get into the whole mental health of things and like what we've been going through. But I did understand because I have those moments and it's weird because when it's your birthday, it's so personal. For you sure. take it more personal. But you didn't. I, yeah, like. Oh, she's fake. She's <clears throat> fake. She took it personal. She just didn't tell me. Okay. I did. A, I mean, it hurt that you weren't there, but it, I didn't like get angry or upset about it yeah. because I've definitely had moments where I just didn't have the mental capacity to like show up and turn it on. Doesn't that kind of suck the way that like, I feel like you want to go for this person. You know you want to make them happy. Yeah. You know you want to show up for them. But then something in your brain, just like your chemistry, I guess, just like is telling you absolutely the if you leave this home, you will <laughs> you will be sad. <laughs> I think it's, it's just like also we deal with a lot of burnout and we have to constantly turn it on when it comes to work, when it comes to showing up for sure. to events, dealing with people if it's not on the business side, socially, and it's a lot of pressure on someone to constantly, you know, be this happy-go-lucky person, and the reality is a lot of us do experience burnout, and there's just moments where I can't do it, man, and I can't show up to a party, and it makes me feel really awful because I really will love it's, someone. It feels like a letdown, yeah. Yeah, so I've started to not take things as personally. I read a really good book about this called The Four Agreements. I, I thought you just said you wrote a really good book about this. I go, oh, okay, no, I she's wish. a writer. Um, 
if you guys hear Mochi, Mochi's like really feeling whimpering. For, He's a crazy girl. Yeah, that's just, just the truth. Just let him have his moment. If you hear that, sorry, it's part of the podcast at home. Yeah, but also Antonio, <laughs> do something. Fix the dog. <laughs> Anyways, but um, one of the things is to not take anything personally. So I've started to ad- apply that into my life when it comes to everything. Um, I take everything personally, so that doesn't really um, help me. <laughs> I do me. too. I mean, I do too, but. Especially when it's your birthday, like, you want your friends to show up for you. But a lot of my friends did show up, and I was really happy. But, I mean, your presence was definitely missed. But I get it, because I've had moments where I just can't turn it on. And no matter how much I fake, if you hear the little pop. Um, no, yeah. I definitely, I felt super bad about it. I obviously wasn't in the good, like, had space to show up for people. And I'm glad you called me about it. But it was, didn't I call you a couple months late? You called me two months late. Yeah. I'm also, I've, I've really worked on this about myself. I'm, I, was, I was really bad at confrontation because, girl, we all know, as soon as there's a problem that pops up into our life, what do we all want to do? We all want to run the hell away. And the thing is also, when it comes to this stuff, like, you know... Oh. No, carry on. You don't want to disappoint someone. And then also, I think it's more uncomfortable not addressing it on the spot than like dragging it out. And I had this conversation with Mario where like Mario. You were like, girl. You can't drag it out because at the end of the day, it's only affecting you and your mental health. And it's it's only going to hurt you. I agree. I'd rather just rip the bandaid off, address it and deal with it. That's the way I am with my friendships. Like not that I'm confrontational or I like to confront people, but like. If there's a misunderstanding, if something comes up, or if, like, you know, if something hurt me, or, like, I, I just like to communicate it. For sure. It's hard, though, because I, we were just having this conversation off camera. It's, like, some things were so, like, let's confront this, and then other things were, like, I will never confront this issue in my life. Yeah. However, that one right there, I do agree. When it comes to just, like, showing up for friends, or, like, if you let a friend down, you should confront that issue immediately, because the longer, and I know this from personal experience, the longer you hold on to the issue, the more it's going to eat you alive, and then you'll yeah. have to, this bitch, I literally wanted to like DM Keo and be like, Keo, what's your address so I can send Amanda a pair of, oh no, I wanted to DM Aniela, and I was like, what is like Amanda's address so I can send her flowers to apologize, but so she, Amanda sweet. was like, girl, you didn't need to do all that, just say, you just, could have just called you me, you could have just called, yeah. and that's what I did, so then I called, and I was but like, I think also sorry. like, I think also, it's that fear because you don't know how that person is going to react. True. Probably and, trauma. Yeah. <laughs> and I think also it, it's a scary thing to do. So I, but I do appreciate that you called. Um, but I think just dragging it out, you're just carrying that with you and it just starts to like consume Eat you. Eat you alive. Yeah. It was fully. eating me alive because I think it was, oh my God, I didn't know exactly what it was. We went to the Blackpink concert. Oh my God. Separately. And we were both there. I, I saw the Mario. Concert. She saw me literally strutting around, which is kind of crazy because there were literally like, I don't know, 50,000 people there. But I literally went with Antonio and I remember I was with Antonio. Antonio, do you remember this? Oh my God, I'm so happy she's here. Do you remember when I was like, can I swipe up on Amanda's story? And y'all were like, no, you have to apologize first. Yeah. Oh my God. Thank God. I wanted to talk to you too. And I wanted so badly to like call you. But I didn't know why you didn't show up to my birthday. And I, like, not that anything, like, there was no reason. But I was just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, it feels like not the right time to address, like, to, like, reach I'm, out. I just, but like, I fully saw you walk into the pit and, like, go to the front. And I was like. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. But, um. Blackpink pit. Blackpink pit. And that's, like, I also the just one- asked Amanda. Sorry to interrupt, no, but this ahead. is important. I asked Amanda to go to Mexico City with me because Blackpink is performing and she won't go. I was just in Mexico City and it's so dangerous because of the whole thing, like, you know, with El Chapo. So, like, not El that. Chapo. I'm not kidding. You could tell me who El Chapo is and I would think WWE. She's right, actually. It is unsafe. I've been hearing that. 
It is really okay, unsafe. Antonio just and said some it's airports have been shut down, and there's people literally it's trapped. It's a shutdown. <laughs> you know what? This is where we wrap up. I'm glad we're here now. We have been there. Honestly, Amanda, even Greg, my manager, shout out you, Greg, has been like, Amanda's so good for you. And I'm like, thank God, right? Just because- That means a lot coming from Greg. I know. Honestly, you <laughs> I love Greg. Amanda one time showed up at my house and Greg like basically shut Greg's the door on her because she he thought she was a fan. He fully thought I was like a crazy <laughs> fan that showed up to the house. Because I was with my little sister. And my sister's not little. She's like 19. No, but she's, yeah. It looked like two fangirls showing up to the for house. Sure. Y'all for like sure. a photo op. Yeah. Yeah. It was like really funny. Greg was just like, uh, yeah, one sec. And then he was like, oh, okay, come on in. Yeah. It was but, um, I feel like also, and, and we've had this conversation, in order to have good friends, you have to be a good friend. Mm-hmm. And you have to unlearn a lot, especially in this city where you will text each other a million times to go to lunch and it never happens. Girl, the amount of people, but that this is, is a such a city of that. It's yeah. a very crazy thing though, because I've dealt with that so much and done it so much but I don't even mean to do it. Like It's not. The thing is, we're really busy, Mario. And but I'm everyone not. around us is. I mean. Like, really, I am, but I'm not. But we're, like, you could be busy in your bed, like, dealing with shit. You know what? That's actually very true. Because yesterday, for example, I took, I know that it's going to sound so. But honestly, y'all, y'all are going to get it. Just give me a second to get through this. Yesterday, I was taking pictures with my friend Kaylee for a little bit. And I was just, after that, she was just like. Oh my God, I'm so tired. I go, Kaylee, our jobs aren't hard. We just took Instagram pictures for a little bit. And she was like, yeah, yeah Mario, but we just hyper fixated on what we looked like. And how, like, just like our each other apart for six 30... hours. Yeah. So I was just like, honestly, that's true. Because I did feel a little bit exhausted afterwards. But I was like, I was telling her literally out loud. I was like, girl, this is not exhausting. Our jobs are the easiest thing on earth. We just took Instagram pictures for fun. And like, we're getting, you know, it's just like, yeah, but I get it. Our shit can be exhausting sometimes just from like, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I will never complain about my job ever just because we are so fortunate to be in the position we're in considering yeah. our backgrounds like I can't es- complain especially like my background like that's not I I will never take this for granted I've been doing this for almost eight years and it never gets old to me which is insane wait how old are you now I'm 22 I started to social media when I was like 15 I had just wait, turned 15 I, start, I started when I was like 15 16 that's crazy. I know. It's insane. We've we're been both doing Hispanic. Wait, you're from Cuba, or were you born in Cuba? I was born Shut in- up, Antonio. <laughs> Just because you're a white, fake Latina doesn't mean you can laugh at the real Hispanics. But anyways, you're from where? I was born in Cuba, so for me, I was me, born in Chile. Exactly. So you you understand a little bit, and I think also oh, like yeah. considering my background, I came as a refugee. Like I didn't speak English when I moved to the U.S. I I saw my parents struggle, and I saw my parents really overcome a lot of obstacles, and they worked hard for what they had. So. I think it was always instilled in me, like, if I wanted something, I had to work for it. So when I had this opportunity come up and it kind of just happened in a way that wasn't expected, I was like, I am never taking this for granted a day in my life. Absolutely. The smallest things still excite me. Like, there's really for not. Sure. And even, That's why when you landed from Paris and just said, like, I just landed from Paris. I'm so, Wait, what did you say? And I'm still, like... Oh, and I said, I'm so over it. Yeah, you were like, I, I just landed from Paris. I'm so over it. I'm so tired. I was like, wait, Amanda, let's just check ourselves real quick. You just landed yeah. from Paris. And she was like, okay, wait, you're so right. Like, just landed from Paris. No, yeah. Also, checking on each other. In checking on each other, for so sure. important. But I think it was more because coming, moving back into, like, the point that I made about being an immigrant and working really uh-huh. hard. And I have imposter syndrome a lot where I don't feel like I'm fully deserving of the position that mm-hmm. I'm in or deserving of the money I'm making or it's like weird like I kind of like yeah. battle with myself about like wow like how the, you know why am I here 
So I overwork myself to the point of like mental breakdown and exhaustion and burnout. It happens to me like a good five times a year where it's really bad. And I have not like a manic episode or anything like that, but... Just like a spiral? No, I fully spiral. And I think that like I have no good friends, like no real friends. I feel fully alone. (laughs) Me the past three days, I'm not kidding. No, (laughs) it's a real thing. And I feel like no one truly loves me or cares about me. Me? So... In December, halfway through December, Keo went to Qatar, my boyfriend, and I'm with Keo a lot, and Keo's my safety, like, I, I feel at home with him, like, I don't feel lonely, but when Keo was gone for 30 days, I was like, wow, I don't really have a lot of friends in this city that I can rely on. Isn't that kind of when we got close, though? Yeah, that's when we started to get yeah, really close, Nice. and I think it was, it was just, like, that turning point for me where I had to talk with Keo, and I said, my whole life is in Miami, like, all of my friends... And they're still my friends. I adore them, but they're living out different chapters in their lives. And we don't have this lifestyle in common and they don't always understand. Yeah. And it's not like I can call them like to come over when I'm going through exactly. it. So I need to build a good foundation of friendships here in this city because this is where I'm living a now. A circle, girl. And it's hard to find that. It's a, even me now living here for, I've lived here for five years now. This is your first year here? my second year oh second year but i've lived here for five years and still to this day i'm like struggling to find a circle of friends because my circle has gone from this tiny little circle of three people to then a big circle of seven to then a little circle of three to a bigger circle of six to now a circle of zero or one two i'm like literally like it's no, very and, and it, it. even that is like i have antonio here who's been like my best friend for two years now and we have gotten so so close in the past like a couple of months but there's certain days where i question just like everyone around me because you just like I feel like also we're we're so mean to ourselves and like, I know. And sometimes I feel like it's weird because in this city, there's so much treachery and betrayal that betrayal. I was like, the word. That's why I was like, (laughs) let me take a step back. Sorry. Um, that you sometimes like, you're scared that you're going to get hurt. I don't even think it's as far as like betrayal. I think it's more so like, um, when you're not of use to them anymore, they discard you. Yeah. It's like not betrayal because no one's out here like backstabbing people. It's just like, it's, it was fake from the start almost. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, people only I mean, like, be close to you. I mean, it's weird because, like, even Keo's gone through things where, like, he'll get really close to someone, really be there for them, and, like, take them out of a really dark place, and then completely they ghost him. Oh, I've gone through this so many times. And I've, I've just now realized, like, the be, before when people used to, like, treat me like shit, I'd blame it on myself and say, I'm just not being a good friend. I probably wasn't there enough. I was probably being too bitchy. I was probably being too honest because those are like the things I normally get in feedback when in friendships. But now I'm at a place where I'm much more confident in myself and like the way I know I act towards friends. And uh, You're more I, self-aware. I'm more self-aware and like the good parts about myself. So it's like, yeah, I've just had friends who have been not there. I had this talk with my mom because my therapist literally flaked on me last week. <laughs> as you know, because I was telling you about that. Um, but I was like, my mom called me and she was like, hey, I haven't heard from you in like three days. And that's weird now because I call her every day. Yes, and I was I, like, I've started to call my mom every day and it's so good for it's me. It's a great thing, honestly. Family like like thrives. But I, she called me and she was like, why haven't you called me? And I was like, um, I've just been like a little sad. She was like, want to tell me why? And I was like, just friends haven't been giving me the amount of love, respect, time, energy, all of the above that, that I give to them. Yeah. And... I know, I, how do you say this? Like, I'm so aware of how people work. So I know that everyone in this space and everyone that's like in LA has time. So if you want to give that time to someone you care about, you give it. And then there's also these people that have been hanging out with 
Antonio. I'm not shading anyone, but there's people that have been hanging out with people they say they hate, but can't hang out with their own best friends. I've been struggling with the whole friendship thing in LA, and I know this was my last episode, but I've been struggling with it just now because it's like, I'm so considerate of other people's feelings and my friends, and like I wanna invite people places and I wanna make sure that they feel good. And I'm just like always thinking about other friends. Moji is fully going through it. Point is, bitches suck. I'm getting my shit together. And at this point, if people aren't giving me the same amount of energy and love that I give to them because I have respect for these people and I hope they would have the same respect for me, if they're not doing that, I gotta go. Like, I'm out. 100%. And I think this even, like, can cross over and translate into, like, relationships and love. I think, <laughs> Which I don't have, but carry on. But I think, I mean, I was talking about this a few weeks ago that people will... You will always know where you stand with someone, and if you feel a little bit confused about it, then, like, there's no point in continuing to feed it. I think people show you how they feel about you always. I agree. I always say actions speak louder than words and every I'm, time. And I'm the kind of person where I like to really look for the good in people, and I make excuses for them. Even if they're making me feel badly and I feel like shit or I'm questioning my worth even as a friend I question my worth with other people and I feel like oh did they stop hanging out with me because I'm not valuable enough to them that's like, how am I, I not good think. enough like and that's shitty am I am I like relevant enough or am I not relevant enough See, that's and that's why they I'll never think of because if, if relevancy is what's keeping our friendship alive girl then you I don't really want it, have to honestly. go you really gotta go that's the truth and like I think that's why I just I realized that and I did a big friendship inventory I do that every like six months where I didn't even mean to do it it happened no but you know what sometimes it's necessary and it's not personal I can really love someone and know they're not good for me or that the friendship isn't serving me or helping me improve or grow as a person but tell me that's not the shittiest and feeling and the thing is it's the worst because a lot of people take it personally and like even we take it personally when someone cuts us out of their lives but I've started to realize like you can really like a shirt like I was telling you earlier it could fit really nice at some point, make you look and feel really good. But at some point, you will outgrow the shirt. And the shirt will not look the same, and it'll wear. Like, it, it's but not that's the, the same thing. Shirt. I love, I, like, even if that shirt, like, I outgrew that shirt, I still love that shirt and appreciate all the time I had with that you shirt. You can even keep so it. So it pisses me off. You can keep it. You can treasure it. You can fold it, put it in but your favorite But that's the thing. That drawer. shirt doesn't deserve that treasuring because that shirt was shitty to me. Yes. And it didn't fit anymore. Well, if it made you feel like unflattering then you can throw the shirt away donate it or you can keep it but you don't need to wear it like if you get what i'm saying like you can love a friend really care about them but if they're not serving you or making you a better person Distance. helping you grow you can love them from afar you don't have to hang out with that person ever, like at all like but it's hard for me because i went through a major life shift two years ago where i decided i didn't want to continue living in the ways that i was living i didn't like who i was becoming you I were in miami then right? yeah i yeah. didn't love or respect myself as a person i didn't value myself and people didn't value me because i didn't see the value in myself that's the thing once you start valuing yourself everything everyone changes. notices everything changes so for me i had a major life shift even the way i looked you can tell I didn't care for myself at that point. Yeah, wait, so can you tell the people, like, the Amanda we are seeing now, I don't know how much of a drastic difference it was, but, like, weren't you so different back then because I you was were a completely just in different a different person. headspace? I think I was seeking validation from... Men? 
not just men, but like people in general, I constantly felt like I needed to prove that I was a valuable person. Oh wait, honestly, I agree with what you're saying. A lot of the things also, sorry to interrupt again, but no, you're good. a lot of the things is that I value our friendship so much because a lot of the things you say I can really relate to. Because I feel like it's a universal experience, but not a, lot, oh, not a lot of people talk about it. And a lot of people aren't even self-aware that they're doing it. I wasn't aware that I was doing that back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I look now and I cringe because I'm like, wow, like I had a lot of issues that I needed to deal with. And I was a really unhealed person walking around. I also have a lot of trauma from like my childhood and wanting validation. So for me, I always felt like the underdog and I didn't come from money. I like earned everything myself. Like... I'm in a really great position now, but I constantly felt like I needed to flash my money. Like, I didn't even probably have, I didn't even have a lot of money back then, but like if I even made a little bit of money, I would like go buy something to wear because I felt that that made me valuable. I feel you. And I feel like now that I'm in a position where I'm very like fortunate and I I make, I'm in a comfortable state in my life, Mm -hmm. I don't feel the need to To be flashy. Even wear, like I had this like gigantic Rolex and now I can't even like stomach wearing it. I just feel like it's such a flashy, pretentious. That's also, you guys, if you're ever down bad and think that you aren't gonna find friends, you will, and you'll find friends who literally get exactly what you're going through. Because when I was hanging out with my old group of friends, I remember they have they live a very like socialite flashy, like let's look really hot, let's like be really iconic and, you and know rich what? and cool. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, really? Because I think there is. But for you, like for some people, that that works for them, you know? And I'm never gonna like bash someone for doing that. But for me and in the place that I am at now in my life, I don't feel the need to prove myself to anyone. And if anyone wants to befriend me for the things that I own, the lifestyle that I live or for my... The things I wear, the like, yeah. Like no. the whole life that comes with it. And I don't... But that's a thing too. To, a year ago, I, w- I was a little bit more, I guess, pretentious. Is that the right I word for it? I just like I constantly like was just seeking validation. But I wanted did, people to accept me. How did we me. change this? How did... What... what clicked because I was so, so I was so about like I love the pretty girls I love when these girls are wearing all Chanel well actually I still really respect those things but that's mostly be, from a fashion aspect I just love I think fashion you just, yeah but that's I appreciate a different fashion thing. so that's different but I was more like buying bags and like doing things to like make sure I fit the part which is disgusting to think now I'm so I did such a big 180 when it comes to shit like that like I really I almost like that's what I'm saying just now like I didn't agree because I like almost despise when people yeah. are like flashy and like if you have it, do it, wear it, and own also, it, love no, it. There's no problem with that because, for example, like a lot of people work with fashion houses now. Like, yeah. That's I mean, part that's of, my fucking goal yeah. for this entire year. I want to work with every fashion house that's ever been a dream. And but that's very different. I'm not out here trying to do that for the money and the, the fame and like the, yeah. the flashiness because of it. I just, I love it and I'm inspired by it. On my Instagram, it's like a highlight reel. And I'm sure a lot of people have said this online. Like, your Instagram is a highlight reel, your social media. But like on my in my day to day life, I don't really like. But I also wouldn't even consider your Instagram to be pretentious because it's that's your job and it's like you want to work with these brands, so it's like this is kind of just what you have to do. I don't think that's not what I mean. I mean like yeah, but I feel like you know for me even like I'm selling my watch, I'm getting rid of it. Like I yeah, just I love your watch. That's sickening. <laughs> I just I mean I'm not sure, but like I just it makes me feel weird like wearing it now because I don't know. There was moments where. Like, back then, I was like, I can't leave the house without wearing my watch. Mm Because it was, like, a status symbol. Like, it was like, hey, look at me. like, And that makes me feel so weird now. Because I I would never do that. 
But here's the thing. Also, it's about perspective because now you're in a more. I know I'm Amanda. I'm more secure as a person. Not only that, I know Amanda, and she's out here working every day. You work every day, so I think if you want to buy something nice for yourself because you work every day, that's completely fine. And if the, yeah. wearing that makes you feel good for you, then that's fine. I think once it becomes a thing where it's for other people instead of for yourself, that's when it's an issue. Yeah, and I think like celebrating accomplishments is totally great. fine, and that's fine. I feel like, it, but it's just like for me. The biggest thing that like has made me really happy as a person is not seeking validation from from other people, and I, you know, I'll share my accomplishments from here and then because I've had dreams like buying my car, like that was a big dream of mine. I never thought I would do it, but I did it, and like it was a nice thing to share, like whatever. But I don't feel the need to constantly like prove my worth as a person, even in dating and in relationships. I had this whole talk about like my experience with dating guys especially in LA it was like really awful and I because I would I would date guys that lived in LA like would fly to Miami and like we would have like a little fling but I constantly felt like I was like waiting for them to text me back waiting for them to like prove that they loved me or like cared for me or like valued me as a person and the thing is when someone when a guy or girl, whatever, truly cares about you and wants to be with you, they'll never put you in a position where you need to question if they're into you or not. Oh, for sure. Like the right the right person that is truly interested in you and wants to pursue you and wants to date you and take you seriously will make sure that you know that and will never make you question that. Mm-hmm. And that also goes for friends. When someone truly wants to show up for you and be there for you as a person, you're never going to question your friendship. You're never going to question it. I agree. You're never going to question if they truly want to be your real friend or not. You're just going to know. And I feel like we all have really good, like, gut Intuition. Intuition, gut feelings. And I can even feel when someone's acting weird towards me or acting different. Me too. Just by the energetic shift, I can feel it. I've also just done a lot of energy, like, work on myself. Like, I I work on myself and, like, my – just my overall being as a Mm -hmm. person because I'm constantly just trying to grow. Me too, yeah. Like, not just, like, in this aspect of my life, but as a person because if I live this whole life and I'm not a good person on the inside and my heart doesn't reflect that, what's the point? I think I realized that I needed to change as a person during that time because so many things were going wrong in my life and I truly felt like I hit rock bottom. And I think you could almost see it on my social media that I wasn't happy. A lot of people were like, you looked really sad. But even people in my immediate life that loved me and cared for me were like, Amanda, you're going on this downward spiral and I love you enough to tell you that you're going to ruin your life if you continue down this path. I mean, I was in a really bad spot. I wasn't taking care of my mental health. I was making really poor decisions and I wasn't prioritizing the right things. And I felt like I needed to prioritize other people over my own needs, my career, like instead of filming or doing something, if someone told me, oh, like you need to come to this, like I would drop everything and do what they wanted to do. Oh my God, girl. Kind of like felt (laughs) almost like a pushover situation. And but it's not even pushover. It's more just you just didn't want to let anyone down, yeah. right, and piss people off. And yeah, and I was yeah. I was I was a people pleaser, and I constantly just wanted people to like accept me. And I was really disappointed in myself at one point. And I just said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. I have a random question. Yeah. And honestly, this goes to like everyone out there. But do you guys and you obviously do you ever feel that one feeling? It happened, I started feeling it in high school and then it happened to me at a couple LA parties when I was very, like, I guess just not secure with myself. But there's a feeling I get once I leave a social gathering 
Or if there's in high school, if like you're sitting at a certain lunch table versus another where you know there's other shit going on. I guess it's called FOMO. It's literally FOMO. Oh, thing I'm yeah. Talking about. It's but it's FOMO. a different, it, but it's a weird, it's like I, I used to like get this weird empty feeling. Like it, it was like the whole world is sunken in and I'm just like, so that's I'm ex- not doing the right things. I'm not with the right people in the certain moment. I'm not like, it's just like the world was ending if I saw like cooler people doing something else. That, what is that? Is that FOMO? I feel like that's a universal experience. Like that, that's exactly what happened to me. I just find like during this time, this was like COVID kind of like, I think this was like post COVID almost, but a lot of people were going to Miami at the time to party and to do a bunch of different things. So a lot of people from LA that like I really looked up to at the time would come party, but they would text me because I knew everyone and I could like set things up and like can make. I mean, me and Larry went to Miami and we hit up our girl Amanda. You yeah. Know. It was, it was, it was a really <laughs> crazy time. I just constantly felt like I had to host anyone that would come from LA because they would text me and they like, and it made me feel good. Like, oh wow, but you know, of all the people they could have texted in Miami, they texted me. So I just felt like I constantly had to put on a show yeah. every single week for people hosting and doing all these things. And I wasn't prioritizing my livelihood or my job. And it got to the point where I truly hit rock bottom. I was posting really weird stuff online. Like, I just yeah, wasn't being like... Shit gets weird. It, yeah, I just like... I just <laughs> remember my, my team had an intervention with me. Oh, same. Because I was like, why don't certain brands want to work with me? They're like, well, Amanda, have you seen what you've been posting for the past year? And I was like... Or it's just like, have you been posting? Have you, why aren't you doing... The, yeah, you're yeah. like not even being productive on anything. And I was like, you know what? Thank you for having this intervention. Like my team sat me down. I'm like, listen, we're saying this because we care about you. And we know how hard you've worked to get to this point. If you continue down this path, like you're not going to be happy with the results. Yeah. And I decided, you know what? I'm done. So I fully ghosted everyone in Miami and like went MIA. And then I fully moved to LA. Literally MIA in MIA. And I kind of slowly transitioned out because, you know, old habits die hard. And I wasn't truly fully ready. Wait, to- what's that saying? Old habits die hard? Yeah. What does that mean? Like when you're stuck in a habit, it's hard to break it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when one of my really good friends at the time, like I was going through a lot. I mean, like I I was getting surgery. Like I I had my nose done and like I had become really close with my friend Lucas. And Lucas was like, you know what? I think LA might be good for you. I think it'd be good for you to like opt out. Okay. Not going to lie. For someone, if you were going through insecurities and like going through like a bad point of your life, I think the last thing I would tell someone as advice is go to LA. But I think at that time... Everyone was leaving LA. Like, everyone was going to Miami. Everyone was, like, going everywhere else. This was, like, when LA was fully shut down and closed. Like, no one was doing anything. Like, you couldn't even go to a restaurant. There was, like, crazy Oh, I think I literally moved back to Florida for six months. Yeah, like, no one was really in LA. And I was, like, really enjoying my time in solitude at Lucas's house because he lives in the hills. And it's, like, super serene. Wait, I was. when was this? Where are we? This was in January of 2021. 2020? 2020, 2021. Yeah. Oh, so two years ago. This was two years ago. Is this ago. when you moved to LA? Yeah. So oh. Lucas, I had my apartment in Miami and Lucas said, you know what? Why don't we get a place together in LA? So you just have a home here whenever you want to come stay here for a bit, get away from the city. And I said, you know what? I think that's a good idea. So we did it. We got a townhouse and I was living there for a while. And then I just like never went back to Miami. Yeah. For six months. And I said, no, like, this is semi-permanent. Like, I'm never going to fully live in L.A. I did not go back to that apartment for six months. I went for two weeks for the 
TikTokers versus YouTubers boxing match, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I just never went back. They broke my AC on purpose to get me to move out because like my rent was like $3,000, but now it's like $10,000 for my exact unit. Wait, did you just literally confess to like doing that like illegally? No, they broke my AC. Who's they? My landlord in oh. my building to get me to move out. And I, I kept fixing it and then he kept breaking it. And I finally was like complaining. He's like, well, what's it going to take for you to move out? I was like, well, pay me for the months that the AC was broken and pay me on top of it and I'll leave. And I did. So I had movers just literally put all my stuff in a truck and go to L.A. And Lucas moved out because Lucas owns like a few houses. So like he moved back into one of his old houses and I moved into the townhouse by myself and I moved to L.A. I didn't have a place in Miami anymore. And the transition was like it was a six month transition, but it was good. And I think you hit that moment before me, but I think we had the same moment recently because I think I just had that transition moment to live yeah. in. And I think months. also I was surrounding myself with really good people in L.A., like with Santi, and I met Keo, and Keo was very grounding for me in more ways than one, but I think also I was just very motivated to work because I was around people that were constantly working, mm-hmm. and I really respected that work ethic, and I felt like, wow, like, you know what? This is exactly what I need. I need to just, like, put my all into this, work on myself, rebrand a little bit. And I, two years later, I am where I am now. Yeah. And I couldn't be more grateful. I got into therapy like a year and a half okay. ago. Girl needs to get back into, wait, I'm kidding. You need to get back into therapy though. You need to like actually get like, I know so I haven't been super it. consistent just because of my travel and my therapist was in Miami and like we would do zoom. I'm just saying because that weekly shit saves my life. I think it's kind of like just, it's good to vent to one person that you know it's not going to go anywhere else. Yeah, and that they can also give you feedback, like good feedback that you can trust because they don't have any and like also, malintent. They check you and oh, for sure. If I tell my therapist anything where I was just like a little bit off, she'd be like, "Mari, you were definitely well." Like, too let's intense. assess this. You know, it's like, yeah, like I think maybe you might have. Let's been. talk about this. Yeah, like I, I remember, I wanted to have an argument with Antonio. Well, okay, that's awful way to start it. I wanted to have a uh, a talk with Antonio about the way I was feeling about something, and my therapist. Sorry, honestly, you're right there. <laughs> but my therapist was like, okay, Mario, I can already tell that you are very passionate about this subject, so you need to be, like, a little bit less intense, and you need to come in with, like, I feel this way, not so much of, like, you're making me feel this way, you know? Yeah. So it's about things like that. Little things like that. That's what I'm saying. Therapy <laughs> therapy has been so good for me because she just gives me little pointers that have helped me in my everyday life. And I think also, I don't think you realize the overload of things that we deal with in our lives that normal people our age don't deal with at this point. Like, yeah, not I mean, everyone deals with their own shit. We're balancing careers. We're balancing being in the public eye, dealing with, like, your business constantly being out there. Like, my, my relationship is being questioned every week. I'm like, I'm still with my boyfriend. Yeah. But we have a lot of pressure on top of us, and we have teams that rely on us for income. We have teams that's that the part that stresses put a lot out, of pressure on us. Not a lot of pressure, but it's like, you know. Nope. Um, yeah, no, a lot of but pressure. But it's a good <laughs> pressure because... We need someone to hold us accountable, and our teams do that. I have 11 people I report to, so it's kind of like, okay, if I mess up... Wait, 11 people is just excessive. I have a big team, you know? They all they all play different roles, but okay. if I mess up, you know, I got to let them know, and it's just going to... I don't want to disappoint anyone, so it's a lot no, of pressure. That's literally something I said in the last episode. I was like, you want to do it for yourself tomorrow, because if you don't do it, like, today then you're going to let a lot, a lot of people down that you're going to have to let them know afterwards. That was my thing. It's like, I I love having a team because it's like, 
It's like you guys, if you're like sailing on a ship, you're the goddamn captain. But if you start, if the captain starts up, the entire boat goes down. The yeah. entire boat goes down, and it's a lot of pressure for a weird reason that like, I. I, I always feel that pressure of, like, I am leading a ship, and if I... That's a great way to describe it. That's the it. only way I can ever think of it. I'm such a visual learner, like, a visual person. That like, the only way I can think of it is, like, that. I've said it verbatim to Greg. I'm like, Greg, I can't have this talk right now because I know I'm leading the ship right now, and it's like, if I stop leading the ship, we're all going to sink, so it's like, just give me a sec. Yeah. Because <laughs> I... It, but anyways, that's very surface But what level. I was saying is, like, we deal with a lot. We have a lot going on, and I think a lot of people like to, like, dumb down the term of what we do but we're playing a lot of different roles and we all have different goals like I don't want to stay in this box I never want to be confined to a category I have a lot that I, I am working towards and I'm, I know that you are too mm-hmm. um, so it's good to have someone that you can talk to and kind of organize your mind because we do have a lot going on that's like the main thing. it's like a mental declutter every time I talk to my therapist absolutely or and it doesn't have to be a therapist it could be someone that you trust and yeah. you can confide in it could be a very close friend our family but your friends are not your therapists like don't fully drop all your burden <laughs> burdens on them unless it's like mutually like happening sorry because sometimes it's a, no I, I don't feel that way I think it's it's a healthy thing to like talk I have one of my best friends that I talk to a lot of like my my trauma because I, I still have things that I've gone through from years ago that the trauma is still really heavy on my heart and it, mm-hmm. it's healthy to talk about it with For someone. Sure. And she lived it with me. Like she fully saw me go through the things that I went through. So it's good to declutter, categorize, and just plan out, your like not plan out your emotions, but plan how you're going to deal with them. Yeah. I think my focus since starting like therapy and everything has just been like, to stop stressing about everything because like you just said, fully validating everything you said because yes there are a lot of things that like we have to like play every role and lead a ship for sometimes but for the most part like our jobs are really fun and they started as a passion so that makes it easier for us so i think now my biggest thing that i'm working towards is like when i'm dealing with all this shit and like having to put stuff together it's like just have fun and enjoy it because you're here with your friends at the end of the day i'm literally sitting with my two friends in my living room like having a good time filming just talking and having such an insightful conversation and just bouncing off each other you know yeah i'm just great i'm just so grateful no but i i really am i guess a part of healing yourself is also like oh my god that's actually such a big thing that i don't think i've ever said but for the past year i remember when i was doing these exercises without like any help from anyone i was just like trying to like write stuff I'm grateful for every day and like write stuff I'm looking forward to. And I could always write stuff I'm looking forward to and goals, but I could never write one thing I was grateful for and meant it. Like I didn't want to write something down that I didn't mean. And I could never mean to be grateful for something. I don't know if it's because I was just sad, but I like would be like, I love my apartment. Then I'd be like, I'm not grateful for it though. I'm not working for it right now. It's like, why would I be grateful for that? And it's okay if there's moments where you're not. And it's it's good to check yourself. And I definitely had a really transformative past few years i need to stop interrupting people i'm sorry that i interrupt people on my podcast i'll work on it antonio's episode i get yelled at for doing that too and you No, it was antonio's literal episode that i kept interrupting her apparently but anyways my whole point is if you have gone through anything like me or amanda where you're just like clearly i'm not speaking for you but speaking for me i was clearly insecure clearly didn't have confidence in myself that I had to like show out for other no, people. No, one hundred percent. Like I didn't have that validation. I just didn't. Myself. I was insecure. You will, at one point, get to the place where like you, are working on yourself and like realize that you should be your number one priority because after you do that, everyone else will like 
treat you better. And at the end of the day, you have to remember that you are the prize and that you know how valuable you are as a person, what you have to offer and how good of a person and how good of a friend you are. Hopefully you're a good friend in person, seriously. An amazing partner. You can, there's so many things that you can bring to the table. Like I now know how valuable I am and I don't need anyone to tell me that. I know that. And at the end of the day, whoever gets to experience me in their life is a privilege. That's what I'm thinking recently. There's a word that I never thought I would use to describe myself, and that word is considerate. I think I was on the phone with Antonio. Was it you? Oh, yeah, it was. And I think she said that I was considerate, and I was like, that is just like the biggest description of me ever, because even when I'm not trying to be considerate, girl, I am so considerate. It's true. I am thinking about every single person's like inner dialogue before I even think of my own. It's like really crazy. And you call me and you check on me a lot, and I really appreciate that. And I I think it's just, at the end of the day, guys, remember that you are the prize, that you don't need anyone's validation but your own. And it does take time to get to that point. It took me a long time. Even without therapy, it took me a while to really get to where I am now. And even with therapy, I'm still struggling with it. I mean, we all have those moments where we question everything. We question ourselves. Like, I sometimes deal with rejection even when I, like, shoot my shot with friendships. Like, I, I make an effort, and then, like, I get, like, no... I haven't done that yet because I'm still socially, like, phobia, but I want to start No, but I feel out. you. But, like, I, I... There's moments where I've had great experiences with people, and then I just get ghosted. See, that's spook. And that, that makes and me sad. open up. Yeah, so, that stuff makes me sad, Amanda. It's like, I, I, I understand that, like, maybe I'm being, like... Not the word's not gullible. There's another word for it, but like naive. Naive, yeah. It's like yeah. maybe I'm being naive, but like it makes me so genuinely upset when like you all you have is good intention and good heart, and all you want to do is reach out and like you like this person and just want to like have a little bit of and be a like, good love person back and like you and know, then you show get up for them. Yeah, and you get like shit on. That yeah. that makes me feel like absolute dog shit, and I know it shouldn't. I shouldn't let things like get to me so personally, and, like, like all of that, but like it affects me so much. Did I just make you yawn with what I'm saying? Whatever. No. <laughs> We're going to play a little game called Hot or Not, where, honestly, Antonio's going to, like, sit right here, and I'm going to sit on her lap, and she's going to tell us hot or not things. Welcome, Antonio Garza. Woo. Okay, hot or not, be real. No, oh, not. not. I'm done with Be Real. I think I, we're all over it. I, I deleted it. It's like I don't need the notification. I don't. Oh my God. And it's so annoying oh God, when the they notify every single person. Every single person. Because oh, wait, no. Y'all, I turned that off last I year. I need to turn it off because every. No one posts on time. Mm-mm. So we get notified when every single. Like, I can't. No, Actually, I'm deleting. Amanda Dees just posted late. Antonio Carson just posted late. Charlie Demille just posted late. I He's literally. Like, I don't need it. No, I literally just got it. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> Maybe. Let's, should we all delete the app after this yeah. podcast? I deleted episode? it. It's oh, okay, cool. No, yeah, right. I, I got it. I'm deleting it. Thank you. Next. Not yeah, 2023. Bye, be real. This is honestly a 2023 hotter now. We're going to see if these things can stay in 2023 or they have to go and stay in 2022. Delete. Yeah. Yes! Okay, so the next one is Twitter. Hot. Who wrote these? Hot, duh. Hot, um... Twitter's I think, always hot. I mean, Twitter's honestly, superior. I've been loving Twitter recently because I've been yeah. tweeting foolish shit. So you know yeah, that hot. they have a For You now, and it's so elite. It changed everything. Wait, I is mean, it good? Yeah, I still used it before, but now that they have For You, it's Now like, it's really funny. Oh, it's, everything's that. fresh. I'm into it. Yeah. I, I love like Twitter. It. I'm hot. You really know like, you made it when your Twitter's popping. Like, when the well, shit... shit, my Twitter's You know Aaliyah, Aaliyah's interlude? I love her Twitter. So oh, I don't know what that is, but put me on. Put me I'll on. I'll show yeah. you later. Okay, okay. Um, okay. Wearing pajama bottoms out in public. 
hot. Hot, 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 because that is Mario Summon attire. And I'll do it again. And it's, I'll do it again. I've period. never done it because I'm too scared. You know, I have my minion ones that I love. I Wait, don't care. We I'll wear sweatpants it. all the time out. Sweatpants and Uggs. If sweatpants are pajama bottoms, then like, that's really scary. My Brandy Melville sweatpants are my pajamas. Oh, do y'all mean like my Spider-Man kind of pajamas? Yeah, I mean like oh, actual pajamas. Um, would you call these pajamas? Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> you can't okay, wear these these whatever. out. I don't know. Okay. Hot, though. I mean, hot. I don't care, hot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't give a if you're about to judge me for my Spider-Man pajamas. It's LA. Bye. Okay, this one, I'm going to switch it. Because it says matcha lattes, but I just think matcha Hot. in general. Love matcha. Hot or not. Hot. Hot. Hot but iced, period. Slay. I mean, like, I'm in the middle. It's like I can go either way. I think it was a trend, but, like, if people like it, people stuck with it. So whatever. I think I like matcha. Have you guys tried the mushroom powder yet? Oh, my God. This girl has been... No. The first time that Amanda FaceTimed me, because we FaceTime every morning, basically, and she FaceTimed me, and she, I go, yeah, I'm having my coffee. She goes, yeah, I'm having my mushroom, um, like, coffee replacement. And I go, you're doing shrooms right now? No. <gasps> it's basically a coffee alternative. It has, like, brain mushrooms that are for your brain. It's not like a hallucinogen or anything not like that. Not a drug. <laughs> not a drug. But it has, like, lion's mane, like, a bunch of different mushrooms that are good for your optimal brain function. It gives you the energy boost without the anxiety of caffeine because I tend to get panic attacks or get oh. really anxious when I drink Same. a lot of caffeine. Me too. And I like matcha. So matcha relatable. gives me like a good burst of energy, but sometimes I crash on matcha. But with the mushrooms, I use the live conscious one. It gives me that energy. It makes me really productive and I never crash. It's really great. Just like I'm a little uncomfortable. It's okay. okay. No, yeah, maybe I need to get into the... The shroom coffee. And it tastes like coffee. It, I'm it tastes scared. like It tastes like chocolate. It's so Listen, good. I had a friend that... Well, it's not even just him. I feel like a lot of people do <coughs> shrooms and then start acting crazy. Yeah, a lot of people oh, no, like, but that's in insane. LA do shrooms. But I've like, never... You know what? I've never done drugs. It's so crazy. Queen. Miami queen. Literally on my life. Like, it's so insane that I, I lived in Miami you. and didn't. But this has nothing to do with that kind yeah, of Yeah, I'm mushroom. just teasing. I'm yeah. honestly just teasing. Yeah, no. Like, okay. if you're having shrooms for breakfast, like, I'm really concerned. No, and... A cry for help. There was a girl that I was literally cl so close to, and then she started doing shrooms every day. I go, oh. And now she's Gandhi. And now she's gone. Oh. Oh. Gandhi. And gone. <laughs> and gone. Anyways, um, eating almonds as a snack. What? <gasps> what nah, the hell is that? That's it's, sick. Wait, not. I used to do that, but not for good reasons. That's an awful one, Skip. No. Next. I feel like Gigi Hadid wrote this. Okay. No, stop. Um, lip, <laughs> oh, no. Lip gloss. Hot. Oh, hot? Yeah. I'll let the girlies answer that. I like, like, Laneige. I like the natural lip gloss. I'm brand. really into the Buxom plumping gloss, and oh, it's crying. really good. I use Fenty. Dior gloss is good, too. And all the girls gagged and everyone moved. Yeah. <laughs> no, what's not hot oh God, here is the Dior lip oils. They're not oils. Wait, I've heard great things about no. that. No. I kind of like it, but it's more of a gloss than an oil. The Clarins lip oil Dior. is great, too. Don't yeah. remember Dior. Dior is great. Oh, okay. Their lip glosses are. I like the Clarins lip problems. oil though too. I've never tried that. I think it's dangerous to buy the the dupe on Amazon because God knows what chemicals they put in it. Yeah, dupes, not hot. No, yeah. that whole. T I'm so <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm about to say something controversial. The Here gay I go. is not hot. Here I go. What? DH gay is Being not gay. Hot. Oh, also <laughs> no. that. No, yeah. But I love that, the gays. Whole, I'm an ally. Not me. This whole dupe trend on TikTok. Has to be annihilated. I can't. Has, and so does fat cells. Okay, moving on. Fat cells. Wait. Fat cells. Oh, like know, the sandwich shop. Oh my god. I tweeted no. about it. You guys. 
I can't even get into it. I've never been. That's traumatizing. Don't go. If you let that sandwich sit out for longer than five minutes, it will get soggy and disgusting. Don't even get the sandwich. It has mozzarella sticks in it and so many weird things in a sandwich. I can't Chicken talk about it. Chicken tenders fries. You would like some shit like fat sauce. I can't even talk to you anymore. Those <laughs> okay. are my friends. What? So, um... <laughs> Photo, sorry, I lost my place. You're good. Photo dumps. Oh, love photo dumps. I oh, love photo dumps. Yeah. I love seeing people's photo dumps. Yeah. I don't do them, but I love them. Yeah, I do them. But when, like, Kylie Jenner does a photo jump, dump, <gasps> it's like... I'll scream. What I'm are you like, doing? Yes, like, what? babe, let me see your coffee order. Oh, I'll literally scream. No, she does that. Like, yeah, I want to see Stormy. Okay. Yeah. Um, An air. Right, air. Cottagecore aesthetics. I don't know what that is. It depends on the cottage core. Like, yeah, because there's like niches inside of that. I think that some are like a vibe. Some the are minimalist, overdone. cute little like light cottage core is cute mm-hmm. with a t- like, but like if it's like overly done, it's like scary. But I want to live in a cabin, so honestly, I'm saying hot for that Ooh, one. I, I say cabin hot. in the woods vibes hot. Like a cabin with like a bow in my hair and like a sheet <gasps> outside. No, Wait, I that's everything. I <laughs> fully love visiting Kyo's hometown for that reason because it's literally the woods. Is it like that? Yeah, it's cabin see, in the woods. That's hot. Going to bed before 10 p.m., not hot. hot. Not hot. It's so lame. Antonio and hates that, but I love it. It's I can't thing. do it. I'm a grandma. It's like the 6 a.m. club. It's like... 5 a.m. club, silly. No, and yeah, I'm that's... a part of it. I think it's too much. No, but, it, yeah, it's like, it's, what are you doing? I, and I'm with the people, you know, I'm with the, the people that love it. I'm with y'all. I love it. Y'all are weird. No, we're just different. The Kardashians? I mean, always hot. Yeah, I don't think they'll ever be not hot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thrifting vintage furniture. That's <gasps> not hot like, because of bed bugs. What really? I feel like that sounds so hot. I've never. I know so many vintage. people that buy. It's fine if you buy a table, but like when it comes to buying couches or like. What about like vintage like dining room chairs? That'd be sick. That's yes, hot. but if it has cloth, you never know like the, the transport. Because I've I know people who have dealt with like really serious mm. bed bugs. Yeah, like a vintage Dude. couch could be really scary. Um. But most vintage furniture, that's also, hot. Like, yeah, the idea how is vintage really hot. are we talking? And, I mean, vintage. Yeah, like vintage. I don't know. I mean, but pretty hot. Hot enough. No, really hot. I think here in LA it's hard though because, like, at least when I was furnishing my house, I was looking for vintage stuff, and I I barely have anything vintage because it's it's almost more expensive than buying things new. Which I'm gonna is just be honest. Dumb. I love Facebook Marketplace. Oh yeah, same. Me too. But offer for certain up, things, offer up. But now offer up is a little spammy. It, it's hard. It's like a hunt. Yeah. And Facebook Marketplace gets scary too. I'm honestly hashtag blessed that like I furnished my whole apartment. Like I'm done, girl. I'm tapped out. No, thank God. I've done. been remodeling my house for two years. It's like, and the I'm worst not thing done. Ever. It's fun, but it's not. I think I did the like crazy thing where you just pile it all into one month and you just like spend way too much. Too chaotic. Money. Yeah. I was on Facebook Marketplace the other day and saw like a coffee table that was a fish tank. <gasps> so it's like weird things like that. Kind of cool. Me. Did you see my last episode where I talked about killing a fish? Yeah. Okay, cool. So that's next. Cool. Anyways, soft launching. Hot. Ooh, that's really hot in my opinion. I feel like if when I, I was about to say if I get a boyfriend, but I'm changing it. When I get a boyfriend, I feel like it'll be a soft launch. I don't even know if I did a soft launch or a hard launch with Keo because we were posting, like as friends, but like we kept our relationship private for like three months before we like hard launched that we were dating. Too. We kept lying, kept saying that we were just friends. Yeah, but it was almost embarrassing because that's like, a hard launch, though. That's not a self launch. I feel yeah. like. But like, it was so embarrassing because like we would do interviews or like Kyo would go do interviews and he'd be like, "No, that's my friend." Oh. And like, I'd be embarrassed. It's giving Dixie and Noah. <laughs> I know. Um, Wait, you didn't say hot or not? Oh, hot. Yeah. <gasps> but anyway. 
right, all right. Um, Do y'all remember on Antonio's episode when we talked about um, how she stopped playing Fortnite with me for a reason? If you go back to that episode and find out that reason, it's just some tea. Anyways. <laughs> also, Fortnite's awful now. Awful. Me, yeah, let's talk about that. Fortnite, hot or not. 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 And not. it's all started with that one season that we stopped. I think they just released a new one, so we kind of have to try it. No, no, like... no. I've been watching that hot guy that we like on TikTok. Mm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, love him. He's so hot. Um, <laughs> I've been watching him, and the seasons are just not giving anymore. Really? Yeah. That's really sad. Um, okay. Fake plants. Oh, so hot. Every hot. So hot. Is- I can't keep anything <laughs> alive. I'm sorry. Amanda, just now before coming over, she was like, hey, do you want this plant? My first question was, is it fake or real? Because I can't water it. And she said, I was like, it's fully fake, babe, but it looks really real. Uh-huh. And now it, it's on its way. High quality fakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. The only high quality fakes I buy are plants. This right here, fake. That back there, fake. Sorry, but it looks amazing. All fake. Listen, I can barely take care of myself. I can't take care of a dog, an animal. Like, I commend you for even keeping this dog alive. Little mochi. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the only fakes I want in my life are fake plants. Okay. Period. Um, QR codes? Like, uh, what does that even mean? They're kind of annoying. Like, I wish I had, like, a solid menu to look at instead of a fucking oh, QR true. code. Oh, that's what that means. I was, like, actually so confused. Honestly, QR codes are not hot. I don't think so either. It's Remember when we went mm. to that one restaurant, we had to scan the QR code, order, and then pay on our phones, and then we still had to tip the, like... Oh, yes. Yeah, I that was really... That's annoying. About. It's like, why would I do that? Can I say the other end, though? I think they're hot. I think when um, you're trying to connect your Spotify to the TV and it says, instead of typing it all in, do you want to use this QR code? Oh, that's convenient. That's yeah, that's amazing. That is the hottest thing I've ever seen in my entire goddamn life. I guess and it's circumstantial. Also, if we're at a dinner and we're trying to save the earth and trying to save paper, duh, scan your goddamn QR code. And if you can't figure that out, I'm sorry for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess the menus online are good too because you can see the photos of the food. You can do everything. Sometimes. And honestly, paying on the phone, like, I'm sorry that you're pissed about that. Oh, you're pissed about no, the I'm tip. No, I'm pissed about the tip. I'm, pi- I'm pissed about the tip. Yeah, I, think no. I was. I think yeah. tipping culture. Did I send my culture? matcha back? Yeah. Yeah. I, last time I was there, I sent my lemonade back because it was disgusting. Well, it's just, just a little crazy. And also, I'll, guys, I'll send it back. tipping culture's out of fucking control. Out of control. I'm so sorry. And I don't know if it's just LA. And I y'all- tip. I tip well. Me too. But it's out of pocket when I'm at a drive through or at Starbucks, like ordering a drink and they're trying oh, yeah. to service charge me 20%. This is what, I was just about to say this. I don't know if it's just LA. We need to pay livable wage here. Like, oh yeah, so that they don't need like Okay, if y'all don't tips. let me say my goddamn point, I'm actually gonna <laughs> um, I can't stand, and please tell me if it's ever, because I know y'all be living everywhere. And it, the Starbucks drive-thru happened to me two days ago. Thank God you brought it up. I literally, I'm at a drive-thru. Y'all aren't like, Doing I'm a sorry. service, you're I not love bringing... y'all. I tipped so well, deadass. I promise, I swear to god, I will always be good to waiters. I, I know Keel used to be a waiter, so I get it, I do get it. It's hard, work. but don't hand me these things of like 20, 24 percent, 28 percent when and there they was no the service. One. They look, oh, well, no, they should never the press eyes. It. They'll stare into your soul with the 30 percent, and if you adjust it, like they'll give you a look. I'm like, I'm I respect sorry. the people that when we're checking out, I respect the people that know how uncomfortable it is about to and be. They so they away. step away, they look away, they start working on something. So I respect nice. y'all. Y'all are everything. And you know what? Those people get the biggest tip. Yeah. They're out here trying to make me do 28% for what? I ordered a green juice. And also, speaking of Like tests, you literally went, grabbed it from the fridge and gave it to me. Right. Yeah. And also what makes me mad is... um. She's pissed. I lost it. Okay, I good. lost it. Whatever. No, but it was really, really good. Or when they make TikToks, you know? Oh, okay. Wait. Someone that we know. This happened to someone that we know, and they called me about it because it was literally so insane. 
So, oh. so they went to get sushi at a restaurant and this person tipped the waiter 20%. And because the waiter recognized this person, she chased him out. She chased this person out of the restaurant and got upset that they only tipped her 20%. See, no. And said, I know you're rich. Why are you only tipping me 20? Like, especially like knowing all the things that you flaunt, like give me some cash right now. Mm. This was a real thing. And my two friends were with this person. That's crazy because that's very, that's a it's like, I feel like a, it's almost wow. entitlement. And I see a lot of TikToks about it. And it kind of just like, maybe I, I don't want to sound out of touch, but I think like tipping 20% is good, but like anything over that is like a bit Or no, much. I mean, tip whatever you want based on like whatever the like, whatever happened. Because but also sometimes just, when guys are like, when waiters are really nice to me, I will leave them a bigger, like I'll leave them a hundred bucks. Like if they're really nice to me or if it's even like one of my like supporters, like I'm like, oh my God. Girl, one time, I'm not kidding, I got sat at a pretty table and it made me want to tip like so much more. It's just like, it's just like, if if they're just being nice and being doing oh, extra yeah. things for you, it's just like, well, people are good. Yeah. yeah. Last thing I have to say is Uber Eats. Why oh my are, God. Why are Thank they giving God, me a percentage of what I'm paying for my meal at a restaurant to tip the driver? If I'm paying $100 for like a food for me and my friends and I'm ordering all of it to the house and it's like one or two bags, why does that affect how much they suggest I tip the person who's just picking it up and dropping it off my door. Oh my that god! That makes me mad. You know and, that? And why are the tips just like six dollars and fifty cents, five dollars fifty? Sometimes it's right? like twelve dollars. And I'm just like, Wait, I'm like, I'm so confused. For, what happened to society? Sorry, twelve. Is it inflation? Yes. But, but like, just print more money. Imagine how much money Uber and Postmates makes off like all the little taxes that they tax us because right. it's not just. It's not just the tip for the delivery driver. There's so many added... There's a delivery fee of like mm-hmm. 10 12 $15. There's added like fees. Sometimes I get service it's fees. It's double the order. And yeah. then also you have to pay like the service fee or like the, the tip. And it's just like insane. Okay, honestly, next next topic. Okay, yeah, complaining this got really heavy. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, okay, next one is wearing nice perfume slash fragrance. <gasps> okay, Always. Antonio, Antonio recently, I'm not kidding. I told her this time... Wait, what? I told her this last time we hung out. She has been getting the scent stamp. Oh, my God. I also have this thing, I guess, that I made up according to who? Oh, according to my friend Kaylee and Stassi. I don't think I made this up. Have y'all heard the stamp before Mm-mm. where you give a friend a stamp? What? I guess I did make it up then. What is like that? Like, my friend Vicky from home has the food stamp because I know anything she tells me to try, anything she tells me to eat, like, I'll oh, enjoy it. Oh, it's like it. a GBT... Oh, yeah. Whatever the fuck. Kaylee Anderson. She, anything she cooks, you know this. She has the cooking stamp. I won't question it. Cooking stamp. Wait, what Antonio, stamp do I have? We'll get there. Antonio has the fragrance stamp. This bitch, every time I, I like, smell her or I'm with her, I'm like, girl, what are you wearing today? Wait, that's the first thing I complimented you on when you walked in. Thank and you. that's why she asked the stamp. And then Kaylee was like, oh, so, like, can anyone have the stamp for this? And I was like, no, the stamp is very particular. You, can, you have to be so good at this niche thing. I've created a stamp thing. I love that. You have the fragrance stamp. You really Thank do because you. you mix you mix it and and I mix do it all and the match things. it. Yeah. I know the secrets. I know the truth. You you got into the truth at that one store that we went to. What's that one? Baccarat. Bak- oh, when we were at Neiman's, yeah. But then you have a thing against it now. What is it? No, not against it. It's just um, Baccarat Rouge, the one for perfe- like the one perfume that everyone loves. I can't it smell it anymore. It, yeah. it used to last on me, but even if I spray it straight on right out of the bottle. My no- I'm nose blind to it now, so I can't Maybe smell they water it. down the- Oh, that's what it's it is. Really you become sad. nose blind to it. Yeah. 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 But she fully has a fragrance stamp. I'm, I've become a really, I really, I don't know about y'all, but I'm such a fragrance person. Like, 
if I'm taking a bath and want to relax, I need a fragrance. If I want to feel sexy and like, cut, I'm big I need on a, candles. I'm big on I'm like big on really fragrance. luxe body wash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the experience. I agree. Fragrance adds so much and such a meaning. Oh, you just posted in Paris. You said, I love attaching a fragrance to a trip because the fragrance then reminds you yeah. of the trip. Yeah, I do that That's too. amazing. I have a lot I love that. of perfume. I get sent a lot of fragrance and I love so many different ones for so many different reasons. Yeah. And sometimes like in order for me to kind of compartmentalize fragrances, I, t- I tend to just like take a specific new different one on any trip. And then when I spray it, it reminds me of that. I love that. Experience. Have you ever been at like a public place and you smell that one smell and of that so one triggering. guy mm-hmm. and so you get triggering. triggered. Oh my God. Girl, there's this Dior one Sauvage. smell. Oh, Dior <laughs> Sauvage, you told me I wore that. Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like that smell when I want to feel manly and like a boy. But um, I there was this one smell that my ex, my only ex boy, whatever you want to call it, had. And anytime I would smell that shit, shivers down the spine. <laughs> and, and I'd be like, is he here? It's crazy. Fragrances just have such an impact. Yeah. So they're hot. Very, very hot. Very hot. You didn't tell me my stamp. Yeah, yeah. What's my stamp? Okay, Amanda Diaz's stamp. Honestly, let me come back to it because a stamp means a lot. Like a stamp, okay, yeah. you, you have to like... I'll give you a stamp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Next one is eating oysters. For um, me, not hot. I don't eat fish. Or not mutton. hot. I'm allergic. Not hot. I hate like seafood. Extra most, not mostly. hot because it smells disgusting. And I'm extra sorry. not hot because you're slurping down like something like, isn't it like mucusy like texture? Ew. I heard it's yeah. an aphrodisiac. Like it makes you horny. Oh, wow, really? that's kind of hot. Wait, mm-hmm. might switch the knot to like hot. <laughs> like. You guys have been doing that so much recently. Have you caught on to it? What? Like, oh, okay, well, of course. Next, like, <laughs> espresso martinis. Oh hot my god, hot reposado. Okay, and amigas, I'm sorry, I'm I'm of age. Like, it's just like I'm sorry, I'm talking about this, but like, es- espresso martinis. When the girls are going out at night and you're a little bit tired, girl, it'll pick you up. Oh my god. So I discovered this in Mexico City. We were on set for twelve hours, like for two days straight, mm-hmm. and we needed a pick me up. And after set, we had to go to a dinner and like, they're like, let's just get like espresso martinis. I was like, I don't like them. They're like, we'll try it with tequila. And I was like, oh, wait, this is a game changer. I love them. They're my fave. And someone recently, I tweeted a couple days ago. Did you see it? I said, go get a pair right now. You'll thank me later. (laughs) I did see that. Okay. And I thought, what? No, because have you had a pair recently? No. Did you have pears when you were little? Pears of what? Pear. No, like a pear. Like the fruit. fruit. (laughs) Yeah, I love pera. Okay, yeah, exactly. My mom used to always like slice me up little pears, and then I had a pear recently at a restaurant, and it changed my life. They're so good. Have no, you ever had so pear good. pasta? It's so good. Pear pasta? Never. Yeah, like pear inside the pasta. It's no, insane. I've never had that. That's a crazy insane. taste. But point is, a pear martini apparently is the it girl. I like lemon drop more. I've got to try. More. I've got to try it. I've never experienced. I'm 19. Wait, no, I'm 20. Stop talking. <laughs> um, NFTs and crypto. Okay, honest to God. That was never hot. Never I'm hot. I'm so sorry. I hate I immediately people. check off a guy, like, before when I was single, if he did crypto. Yeah. I just can't do it. It's really boring to listen. They I, all look the same. Yeah. Sorry, I actually made, you. like, a few thousand dollars from crypto. Um, then I got bored and scared, so I never did it again. Yeah, I'm just, like, not I got into scammed. that. Really? Yeah. On crypto? I feel like... Everyone got, like, everyone in LA got a certain, like, crypt, like. Oh, wait, I have oh, that too. Yeah. And then it never, like, what happened to wait, all Is that the these? thing I have? I think it's we all NFT. have it. Yeah. Oh, it's an NFT. Whatever. I yeah. have, apparently, you guys, I have a fucking NFT. I don't even know what that means. And I honestly 
Don't care. Yeah. Could be worth money. Don't care. Um, wearing giant oversized t-shirts, that's oh always my God. Always hot. Always hot, babe. I recently bought a lot more. and I'm really I feel like Ariana Grande every time, and that's just the truth. Yeah. I love it. You guys, I think this was a pretty... This deep is seriously episode. so deep. Wait, oh my god, was it too deep? If you are insecure, stop being insecure. Put yourself first. You will get through that. I think mm-hmm. the best way to say that actually is remember how <laughs> valuable you are as a person. The only val- validation, yes. the only validation you need is from yourself. Honestly, great way to word that. The way I did it was very bad. Number Antonio, two. Point two. Prioritize your mental health. Yes. Right. Okay. That exactly. Was a- and then number three, Antonio, take us home. Um, if you ever um, are sad, move across the country. Slay. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Thank you all so much. I love you all. If you want to go listen, you can listen on all streaming platforms. And if you want to go watch, you can go watch on the Past Your Bedtime YouTube channel. And that's it for today's episode. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Mwah.